welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy, Rowan Goody. we got a special one on here, Jake Camarda, for this evening's episode. Tampa Bay Buccaneers punter, also avid golfer, who cannot beat your boy, Goody, except for maybe one time. I don't know. I think it's the other uh, way around. He's now taken, has a girlfriend. Let's go, Jake. Let's go. Uh, we go all things Masters, playing with shout Tom out, Brady. I mean, we go all over the place tonight. Um, don't forget, hit subscribe, like, comment, do it all. Follow us on uh, social medias, social medias at Real Talk WRT, and we got merch. Buy the merch; it looks cool, it looks good. We're about to have some on the set that your boys are gonna be wearing, so go ahead and buy some merch. Uh, hit us up; it's a great episode. Stay tuned for your boy. All right, we rolling. Uh, hot topic since it happened today, and it's it happened last weekend according to the audience. But your boy went to the Masters today. Got to rep the the shirt, the hat. Even got yours truly a little polo. To the pro shop or the gear shop was didn't, an abs. I didn't get told he was going, or I would have gotten a polo too. I definitely told. There, I had to have told you. Tell this is the first thing I said. He knew I wasn't going to be here. Tate, he texted us in the group chat. So yeah, if you were this the group morning, chat. and you said you weren't going to be on your phone, or I would have. Hibbs texted me about getting a gnome for him, and I went in there, and they were all out of gnomes within the first hour. Apparently, there's some gnome thing. I don't know what that is. Like, is that a, is that a? Hibbs is older than us. He knows more. I don't know. We'll, we'll get there one day. It was creepy. So, like, apparently, a gnome, like getting the year, like the yearly gnome from the Masters gift shop, is like the thing. And Hibbs texted me. I asked Hibbs. I was like, um, I was like, hey, do you have a drill? And he was like, well, that's one of the most random texts I've ever received, but no. And I was like, you asked me if I could get you a gnome this morning. That is the most random <laughs> text I've ever random. seen. What do you need a drill for? Um, hanging up something on my wall. Of course I have a drill. Yeah. I looked at my room. Brett took ours, so he received a text from me. I got a drill and just started randomly hanging things up in my room because I could. I love it. It's great. That's the dad mode in you. Um, okay. Master's week. It, this comes out after the Masters, but it doesn't matter. It's Masters week. Today, the at the vibes were immaculate. The boys were buzzing. It was absolutely unbelievable. We went over there last night at my aunt's house. Stayed at my aunt's house. As soon as we woke up, the entire town was buzzing. We stopped and got Chick-fil-A. Uh, pulled up about 8 o'clock. Gates opened at 8, and there was already probably uh, 5,000 cars in the, in the grass lot. Absolutely insane. It took us 25 minutes just to get... 100 yards. It's insane. Um, walked in, about 15 bomb dogs, absolutely electric. Team USA all the way. Uh, ain't nothing happened to the Masters, I'll tell you that. Um, some cute puppies, too. Get in there, go to the range. First guy I see on the range, John Rahm, absolute huge human being. He is a he's, st he's electric. stud. He's electric. He was there. Will Zalatoris was one of the first guys out. And, uh, and then there was a lefty, short lefty, short lefty. Tiny dude, his caddy was like six foot six, and he's like five foot eight. Oh, come Who is on. It? oh, what was his name? I'm blanking. Hmm. Anyways, was it Brian Harmon? Harmon, Brian from Harmon, Georgia. He was from Georgia. Yes, he's from Georgia. Yeah, he played. He played for Georgia. Dude, he's a stud. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I did not know that. I mean, come on, so Ryan, know your UGA so that, that makes sense. Him and Kids were in the practice round together with, with DJ and. Victor Hovland, maybe? Yeah. I can't remember who it was. Hey, right. now. Let's go. We're just talking about your gnome request this morning. I was saying, like, I texted you. I didn't know that was a thing, the gnomes. Yeah. 
And I texted you for a drill, and you're like, that's the most random text I've ever received. And I was like, the most random text I've ever received was from you earlier that morning. I mean, it's a hot item. Was it not? Yeah. Everybody was wa- – we were walking in when the gates opened at like 8, 8.30, 30 minutes after they opened, and people were already walking out with their gnomes. And I was like, what is going on? How, how was I mean, the NIO? It's like the only thing I ever wanted was a master's gnome. Do they change every year? Or is it every this- year. That's yeah. insane. Can't, there, say, there were can't walk- say I have one or knew about it. Pe- people were running – out of there with gnomes, like trying to go put it in the car and come back. I was like, "This is actually how big are my mom." Yeah, just a normal gnome. My mom was like, "What is going? Is it like a free gift?" And I was like, "I, I don't, I don't know." And then you text me, and I was like, "We'll get in there, and find out." Nope, nope, they were all gone, dude. I'll tell you what, that place runs like Chick Fil A. The bathrooms, there's people in the bathrooms directing you where to, which stall to go to, which urinal to go to. It's like you get a little creeped out. It's kind of like the drug test when the guy's just looking right over your shoulder. It's like, all right, back up a little bit. But he's, he's pointing you which stall to go to. There's guys in the, the there's like a hundred, it's like Costco. There's like a hundred different lines for your lunch, like the lunch spots, like the concession stands. But anyways, Joel, uh, wait, what was his name? Joel Damon? No, no, no. Brian Harmon? Brian Harmon. No, Joel Damon was a different yeah, story. Yeah, you hear this? He goes. I didn't know Brian Harmon was to Georgia. I, he goes, you know, man, I saw this guy. You know, hitting on the range today. You know, he was, was a really short lefty, was really, really smooth. It's like I'm trying to figure out his name. I'm like, I was like, yeah, his caddy was like six six. He's like five eight. It was like, a big was it, difference. Or was it Brian Harmon? Oh yeah, he was Brian like, Harmon. Yeah, I was like, oh yeah, like the guy that went to Georgia. He's like, I don't know that. I didn't know that. Him and kids were together. DJ dude. So the, the new style of thirteen is going to be. Insane this year. What do they change on 13? They backed it up 35 yards. It's just crazy. The tee box is hidden. Like, you can't even see them hitting off. Did you see what the Masters Instagram account posted today? Like, they posted the it's like a video of whether you're standing on the old tee box, and they, like, the video pans uh-huh. the new one. Is it insane? You can't even see them up there. But we were standing, so uh, we had just got done with Amon Corner. We worked our way backwards, so we went, like, 18. Um we went down 18, across 8, down like 15, 14, 13, 12 through Amon Corner. And then we crossed over, and they were teeing off on 15, coming back up the hill. Or no, 13, excuse me. 13, The and they pushed it back. And so we're standing like kind of right where the pine straw is on the right that you've seen guys hit crazy shots out of before. And so Harmon hits, Kiz hits, and... There was one other guy in there. It might have been Victor Hovland. I can't remember who it was. And they all hit it like 285, 300 stripe down the middle. DJ comes up, strong jaw, draw, like hooks the corner a little bit, probably like 340, at least 30 yards in front of all of them. And he still, he went like three iron into the green and still came up short in the water. And I was like, this hole is going to be an absolute monster. donkey. It's a monster. Yeah, dude, it was insane. Wow. But got to. I mean, it just, you have to. But dude, t- walking on those grounds and those fairways, oh. Thirteen when I, I when I was like seven. Thirteen so is like, like the it's like my favorite hole ever. Me too. It's just beautiful, like with with with, with just like the background and everything. It's just it's it, tell me that's not the, like the best looking hole in golf. Well, dude, it's unreal. Here's the thing. It's like, yeah, my mom was she was like, it's so quiet out here. What are you looking at? Me and Bobby just made eye contact and smiled. My mom's like, it's so quiet out here. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't the live. The live has got, I mean, music blaring and all kinds of stuff. But, dude, you sit up behind, like, right in Amon Corner in the grandstands, and you look at the green on, on 12, 
And on TV, it looks like, like, you know, that's, that's the known water hole for a lot of guys. And it's like on TV, it's like, come on, just hit the green. And then you get back there and you look how thin the green is. And it's like, man, you're like, that's ridiculous. Absolutely insane. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. DJ was hitting it really well. Uh, I mean, the vibes were electric though. I almost was like, I'm going to quit football. Let's go play golf. Like, let's freaking commit our life to this. Even though I'm already 22 and about to be married. Um, speaking of, you sound so depressed about the, about to get married part. No, no, no. I'm very excited to get married. Trust me. Um, live golf. Oh, let's go. What, what me and my dad were talking about this today as we were walking the course, live golf offers you $200 million. Two different questions. You're 22 years old, getting ready to go on, to, like you're getting your start on tour. You're 42 years old on the back end of your tier, tour career. What are you doing? First scenario, you're 22, you get offered 200 million. Yes or no? See you later. I'm there. So 42, that's an obvious yes. I think if you're 42 on the back end of your career, you're going to say no. What? No right, way. No, 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 no. You got you to hear no me out. To live? At forty two. No. On the chance. back end of your career. I, okay. I, that, but Okay, but I no, feel like no, that's no. backwards. I agree. Uh, I don't think so. What? Okay, hear me out. You're twenty two. You're a young kid. Two hundred million dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. You you like you're already set for the rest of your life. You have generational wealth. Okay. If you're forty two and you've already played. If you made it, if you made it to 42 and you played the PGA Tour your whole career, odds are you're, you're probably still set. What's for life. A side note: What's crazy is I was going through the Masters book, and at least 75 percent of the players were at least 33 and over. But like, but like, yeah, but like, you're probably already gonna be set if you've played on the PGA Tour for that long. Yeah. So at that point, it's more of like, okay, I don't need to go to live to make all this money. Now it's just like, hey, I'm just gonna, you know play golf on the PGA tour for as long as I can and, you know, continue to have that legacy that I already had there. I dude, I just I disagree. That's how I disagree. I would if I'm 22, I'm looking at it as I'm about to submit my legacy with where my heroes grew up playing. Well, you let me then, know when you get offered $200 million and you turn it down. I mean, yeah, it's, that'd let be me tough. I mean, let me know, that'd how, be let me know tough. how that goes. That, I mean, I'm probably still saying yes, to be honest with 100%. you. But when I'm 42, I'm definitely saying yes. Like, there's no thought about it. I'm 100% saying yes, because, dude, that is like you're not gonna win anymore on the tour. If you're if you're if you're tired, you you might. You're not winning anymore, so you're not making that much more money. You might as well take the $200 signing bonus and say, yeah, but, "See you later." Yeah, that's what Phil <laughs> that's did. True, but yeah, but at that point, yeah, but you know, Phil's. I think Phil's a little different than some than some other guys. Dude, there was a guy. They posted on on the PGA or someone posted about it on a golf website or golf Instagram. The dude is like plus 53 in all of his combined rounds since signing with Latour. And on average, each round he's made or each weekend, he's made $300,000. It's, it's Sounds because like a good deal. when people go to the live tour, they, they don't care how they play anymore because you don't have to, it's not about making cuts anymore. Nope. It's, it's strictly about you're just getting just paid being there. to go play golf and you're not playing every weekend. Like that's one of the big things that the players talk about is they're like, Oh yeah, I don't have to play every weekend just like I have to with the PGA Tour. Like, see, the big thing I'd argue against that though, it's it's gonna this is this is all making me sound like I'm super super pro live, which I'm I don't know really what I am, but you, we we could sit here and say that like oh yeah they're not gonna you know go over there and compete or anything, but if you win a golf tournament over there, 
Isn't like you get like four mil for a win? Probably. Like, all, like I'm pretty sure what the purse is. Like you get you get four mil if you win, right? And then it's like these guys are still getting to play in all the Masters, so. It's it was, not like they're just going to show up to these golf tournaments and be like, oh, I don't want to play good. Like, they're going to try and play good because they want to they win, you know, like majors. Social media was cracking me up. It was like, Brooks Kepka becomes the first live player ever to win two tournaments in one season. I'm like, well, they just started. Yeah, it's been, it's, been, it's been a year and a half, not even. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I, I have, how long do we give live tour? How long does this last? That's a tough one. I think it's good. I personally, I think it's going to last. Here's here's a thought. I think you mentioned this to me. Live Tour goes away. The guys that are on Live Tour cannot come back to the PGA Tour, so they go to the European Tour. That would be an interesting move for a lot of those guys because a lot of, like a lot of the big time names would go to the European Tour instead of coming back to the PGA Tour. That could be an interesting. Well, let's say that Live. Let's say that Live doesn't work out. I I mean. I guarantee they're going to let them back on the PGA Tour. No chance. 100%. No chance. 100%. You're telling me that you're just going to be like, okay, I'm going to turn down. They made that decision. No way. Yes. They're going to go back on it. They're going to go back on it. No chance. Yes, they they are. They're not going to turn down DJ and Cam Smith and Brooks Kepka. Yes, you are. You might turn down Phil, (laughs) but they're not. Like, can't you think they're going to turn away Cam Smith? Not a chance. Cam Smith know. even came out and was like, hey, I think I want to go and watch the Players' Championship. Yeah. Like, he even said that. You're not going to turn that guy away. How about, He's got nothing how about Liv him. coming back and saying, if you want to leave, you got to pay back. It was like four times Dude, as much I as we offered that. you. What was it? Was it like four? four yeah. I saw, I saw that. So Phil's got to pay back $800 million. Is that, <laughs> is that really going to like – is that really like a rule that they have? Yeah, it was probably in their contract. Like it was, That was definitely in their contract they signed. So I mean, that's dangerous. You're stuck. I'm sorry. That's that's tough. Here's 200 million. You want to pay us 800? All right. Well, at least you got 200 million. All right. So speaking of golf, we're gonna go into our fist pump feature of the week. Tate, grab the, can you grab the super stroke, please? <sighs> Fire and Flavor is a local Athens company that loves supporting the dogs. Founded by UGA alumni Davis and Jenna Knox, this company is your go-to resource for all things grilling. They got dry rubs, barbecue pellets, charcoal, and the new and innovative Hero Portable Grill. Fire and Flavor gets it done and find their products at fireandflavor.com or at your local Striplings, Publix, or Lowe's Home Improvement. Use their code TAILGATE, that's TAILGATE for 25% off on their website. Again, their website is fireandflavor.com. Use the code TAILGATE for 25% off. Fist pump feature of the week. Got Scotty over here? This is an old Scotty, yeah. So this is, this is, so Tiger, fist pump. Yeah. A moment this week that was fist pump worthy for you, something absolutely electric that happened. I have a couple, so I'll give you time to think. You have yeah. yours. I'll let you go first this time since you know yours. Um, took a test today. <laughs> Forgot about it. In the hardest class I've taken since I've been at Georgia. And I made an 82. Student athlete. What class is it? Um, legal policy of sport. Legal government of sports. Sounds terrible. It's awful. I opened the test and I was like, don't know half the words in that question. Okay. True, false. Here we go. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Let's go. My two fist pump uh, features of the week. We got to go plural here because it was number one, going to the Masters today. You just, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't get better than that. It never will get better than that. You're in God's country. It was unbelievable. Uh, the second one is, it's kind of like a shout out fist pump feature of the week, but to the moment when you're 
following somebody in the car on the highway and your brains are just synced. Like you're just making the same moves the entire way on the three-hour ride. It was, I mean, it just made it for us. Did you just call Augusta, Georgia, God's country? That golf course? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Augusta National? God's course, not country. God's 365 acres. Augusta, Georgia. How about about, about Bobby Jones buying that place for $70,000 almost 100 years ago? 80 some years ago. 365 acres for $70,000. That would be unbelievable. Bobby Jones, big golf guy. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Jake, give it to us. Give us your fist pump feature of the week. What you My got? fist pump feature of the week. I mean, we're talking about like starting which day? Like, the past week, you could go recent, five, five recent, one exchange. Five one exchange. Boom. That's my favorite. I mean, that's, that's hands down. This guy down. knows about well, honestly. Segways. Honestly, I got two though, so that that'd be one of them. Okay. Five one exchange. The other fist pump of the week. Chili's. No, Chili's, I was gonna say I was gonna baby, say my girl Nicole Broadnax getting baptized. Oh, that, that was dope. Shout out Nicole. Shout out uh, Nicole. That was awesome. That was, that was really cool to see. Unbelievable. Yeah, so cool. That to was watch dope. And see. Um, and kind of pivoting off that, 501 Exchange. Jake, tell us, what is the 501 Exchange? Okay, 501 Exchange. I, I hope I kind of get this right. Um, at least the event that we went to, it's every Thursday night. Every, not every, last every Thursday. last Thursday in the month. And it's like a worship night. And like, it's like worship and prayer and just like all things. But it's different than you think it would be. It's way different than you think it would be. And it's all centered around Christ. And it's, it's got to be one of the most powerful things i've ever ever it was part wild. Of. i mean you i mean you were there for the first time first that time was probably ever. my th- third time going i want to say and i mean it's just like it's electric i mean i the the first two times i went um i remember leaving and going home and i was just like like i wanted to like call people and tell them about it but i couldn't do it because i had to put more music on and just like keep letting it roll because i was like this is just so good like it was awesome so i I mean that like every last thursday of the month i look forward to that that's that's like yeah that's something i look forward to so that's my big that was my first one to go to because normally we film on thursday nights but yeah you always text me every thursday night every thursday night so we saw each other (laughs) so i walk into bones uh i'm walking by and this guy's in there yeah and he's like yo you coming this thursday night i'm like dude we gotta film and it was like right when his tutoring just got changed and we were like I was with right there with Malachi and Taiki, and we were supposed to do their episode. And I was like, you know what? I was like, hey, y'all, we're gonna do we're gonna do Monday night. They're like, all right, bet. I was like, boom, I'll be there. Let's I was go. like, but the caveat is, you got to come on the podcast next week. He he been texting me to come on Here the podcast is. for forever, and I was always like, sure. Here he is. But I'm not missing the 501 exchange on that Thursday night. I can't I can't miss it. Yeah. So that was absolutely. But, yeah, I, absolutely I was always I was always down. Pretty cool. So I I, I might be butchering the story, but I don't, I don't think I am. So. The 501 and the 501 exchange is a biblical reference to something. It's a biblical reference to some number, some verse. You're going over my head with this one. It's, I it's, look, I look, I'm not even, I'm not as, Noah Mar, my buddy Noah Mar I'm not as deep in it. it as I wish I was. I, I need to, to, to learn more about it. I just. And this is kind of like just way out, way out there. It's just yeah, kind yeah. of a cool thing. But the address of the building that they are renting out and doing their stuff at is 1051 Baxter 1051, Street. Yeah. That's 501 backwards, which is pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely electric. Um, it was pretty cool. Josh Moran was there. Josh was electric. there. We got Chili's after. Saw Coach yep. Schumann at Chili's. Yep. Uh, Schumann. Yeah, having yep. a having a margarita with his wife. Yeah. They were having a good time. So that was yeah, a good day. That was a great. That was just evening. an all around good day. Yeah, that was a great evening. And that and then I mean 
dude carried in the weekend. We had a nice little basketball tournament this past weekend. I know you're not a huge ladies basketball fan. Um, at least not at the high school level. Okay, well, it, this is a college basketball tournament. I know. I watched a little bit of it. Caitlin Clark is electric. Might a be one of the best basketball players She's of all time. Crazy. Like I think she was four for five from three in the first quarter. She's uh, crazy. crazy. But you know what? People aren't going to talk about is the girl on LSU. I love it, bro. That put I, up twenty-two and only missed like one shot. She was. She had not scored a point in three previous games, and she put up five for five from three in the second I quarter. I mean, she was balling when they beat South Carolina. Caitlin Clark scored or assisted every single point Iowa scored in the fourth quarter. I, that, yeah, there's no surprise. Fun there. fact. Caitlin Clark scored more points in this tournament than Iowa's offense did the entire year for the football team. No. <laughs> How about so, that? So 75% of their points came from her scoring or her assisting that game. Didn't she score 41 in that? Or she scored 41 in some game. And she scored total, 40 in like two or three She scored 40. She scored but four. their total team was like it was like 75 points, but 40 of them came from Caitlin Clark. Oh, yeah. She scored 40 in the Elite Eight and became the first ever 40-point triple-double in NCAA basketball his, tournament history. Next game scored 41. It was the most points ever scored in a Final Four game. And then put up, I mean, a great natty game. But just but can we LSU talk about Angel Reese? Fire. Angel okay, Reese. Angel Reese is so certified so much take, Getting so much crap for that. I love it. Can For we just what? can we just For talk what? about explain, this? Explain the, what you're talking about. Uh, doing whatever Caitlin Clark used to do, and then pointing at her with the ring. I love it. I'm here you know, for it. Do you know that she averages like 23 and 15? Dude, she set the triple double uh, or double double or triple double record in NCAA for most uh, most she's, of the season. She's a Who? monster. She's a walking double. She's a what? You said triple double. You said triple double in 30 something. And she's only a sophomore. Or double double. Double double or triple double. Whatever. She had, she had she's like 25. A walk, she's a walking double double. And she's only it's a sophomore. Unbelievable. Angel. Angel White's only a sophomore. Really? Wow. Angel White's only a sophomore? Wow. And Caitlin Clark got to go back next year. It was a team full of transfers, too, which was interesting. Because Caitlin Clark's not eligible for the draft. Yeah, that'll be an interesting – could that be a rematch, you think? That'd be really? sick. That'd be crazy. That would be wild. But, oh dude, God. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the whole – I love it. So, I think it's great for the game. I was listening to uh, part of my take today, and it is the best thing possible for the game. Oh, 100%. Like – People talk about guys and people not treating the girls' game like guys' games. Well, now that people are talking crap about her and what she was doing. And I love it. Dude, it's, it's just like a men's game. Like, they're talking I, about it like a men's game. It's I, awesome. I loved the way all that went down. I did, too. Like, I don't think she should be getting crap for it. Ah! Who? Angel Reese? Yeah. I'm on, a, I'm on a different. Okay, so I don't think what she – the, the what she was doing was – I mean, do it whenever – yeah, sure. But don't follow her to her bench. Go celebrate with your teammates. I don't think I'm here for it. I don't. Know. I'm all here for it. I love I'll it. I'll tell you the thing that if I If you just won the national championship, and if you're worried about some, the other opposing team, like, go celebrate. I don't mind what she did, but not in that moment. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of like on both sides of it. Like, like that's kind of like a like a certain style of game that like you can play and like. I'm off. Like I'm all for that like style of play. Like Me too. The, the style of oh, like. Oh, I'm down for it. Yeah. Like. I'm going. I'm going to talk my talk, mm-hmm. and I'm going to walk my walk. I'm going to play that way. Like I, I love that. Like I, I love watching that because too. it's so electric. But because, and like Caitlin because Clark does it too. I don't know. I, I'm like on the fence because like I know Andrew Reese has played like that the whole year, right? And that's kind of how the whole LSU team is kind of like, like now, what they're known for, right? Yeah, for the whole year. And I kind of and I love that. Um, I think when you start to make it like personal is when it gets interesting I agree. like like look if caitlin clark like let's say andrew reese was doing that and caitlin clark started doing all that in her face 
I'd be like, all right, like, I get it, but like, there's still a level of respect that everybody's got, you know? Yeah. I don't know, but I'm, I'm like, again, I love the way that. I love the way that they play with that. I agree. With it, that brings, it brings some heat. It creates enemies. Like it, it just creates a storyline that. Heck yeah. You also have to have. think though. Let's say like your average women's basketball player started doing all that. It wasn't Caitlin Clark. Let's just say it was another girl at Iowa's team, and Angel Reese ended up doing that. It just doesn't blow up like it did. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, you're probably right. It definitely blows up because it was Angel Reese, and yeah. I think a lot of it blows She's up because of the fact that LSU's team had that mantra behind them yeah and they they're, already they're had out like, to prove angel something. reese has been talking her talk on twitter too oh really oh i'm here for it see i don't have twitter so i wouldn't know twitter's twitter's unreal like how about the refing that game oh lebron how do you call it how do you call, yeah i mean how do you call a tech on caitlin clark for just the ball behind your back are you joking shacks yeah that was that that was, was just ridiculous how about, how about what portnoy said about her yeah that was stupid Dude, he's been getting absolutely roasted. Did you see what he said? He called he called her a, a, classless, a POS. Yeah. Classy POS. Like a quote her tweet and tagged her and said classy POS and has been getting eaten alive on Twitter for it. Oh. That's not smart. Dude. <laughs> Wait. For Caitlin Clark? Oh my no, god. No, he called he called what's her Angel Reese. Angel Reese? People he, people said they had a oh, cupcake no, no, no. schedule. Oh, so he said that about Angel LSU's Reese. LSU's basketball team started eating cupcakes after no. they won. That's electric, dude. I love their mantra. I'm not going to lie. I love like, it. But yeah, she tweeted out, I'm only a sophomore. He has been getting eaten alive. Eaten ben alive. Ben Watson, like, getting after him. Like, dude, like, bad. No surprise there. He, I will say this also. Dave Portnoy did have a big money bet on Iowa, so that probably played into it a little bit. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. A lot of Barstool guys are, have been getting in trouble recently. Did you see uh, – I forget who it was, but talking about the WBC, when Edwin Diaz went down, he, like, tweaked his knee or something yeah, yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. rolled his ankle. That's terrible. And that he was getting a bunch of heat because he was like, WBC is pointless, like, this – they shouldn't be doing this. And then everyone's like, came after him. Mm -mm. I, I mean, hot take better than the World Cup. Really? Close, but not really. Hot take, not as maybe. I don't, not, I don't no, know. Hot I, take. Hot take. I love the WBC. Big baseball guy. Yeah. Oh, World Cup. That's is a hot take. It is. World Cup, dude. I get him. I get but the WBC lit for the World is Cup. Electric and people. It's so slept on. It, it's yeah. It's the World Baseball Classic is one of the greatest events. Ever. Okay. It's just Japanese, so electric to Japanese watch. fans are some of the most dedicated mm -hmm. fans in it's unbelievable. the world. The it's Japanese, unbelievable. Those players Puerto are Rican, Dominican. Oh my gosh. And the fact that those and the fact that the, the like, fact that those games were in Miami. Oh my gosh. I think Miami was the, like the perfect place to have them too. I was really close to going to like oh, the to like the to like the Puerto Rico Dominican Republic game. That I was, was so that was so fun. Because that's not far from Tampa, and I was like, okay, I, I could go to that. But then I was in Atlanta. So <laughs> Not Tampa. My dreams were shattered. Dude, I was gonna I was gonna say something and I totally forgot. Here's a take. Women's World Cup, men's World Cup. Because the USA is absolutely unbelievable in the world's women's team. Electric. Look, it, I'm I'm probably gonna take the men's world cup just because you know you got Ronaldo and Messi and those guys. I know, but I, I mean know. if you're a countryman, you'd go for whenever we're winning. I'm, oh, there's no doubt because that's the one that we win. Yep. I mean, hey, Christian Pulisic's gonna bring it back for us next time. Did we had a, we had a young team this last World Cup, right? Yeah, fairly, we're gonna be nasty. Fairly, yeah. We're in our prime the next two World Cups. It's gonna happen. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show up with a bunch of MLS players and just smoke everybody. Oh, dude! Call Here's me. what I was gonna say. Speaking of baseball, how about what the the new Braves play-by-play -play guy said? 
Have y'all heard about this? Uh, uh-uh, I missed it. No, what did he say? Oh we got a controversy my gosh! On this one? Oh my gosh! Let me find. I Brandon Gowden. I've been really excited for. Dude, him. he's been he's been really good. Yeah. But ooh, can we get y'all's it? opinion on the pitch clock? Love it. Hate it. I don't. I like hate it too. My thing is I don't okay. Love it. They averaged like twenty-one minutes less a game. I think when they first started. My thing is, if you're gonna stay the whole game, what does twenty-one right. minutes matter? All right, everybody, I'm gonna play this. That is that's great. Dude, he's getting roasted on Twitter though because they're like, dude, kids watch this and they'll be no like, no way, mom, why do men want three inches bigger? Nobody, no kid, no kid is going to get that. No kid's going to process that. Oh my god! The bases three inches bigger this year. Drawing like, envy of men everywhere. They're going to be like, if they ask a question, they're going to be like, mom, why do oh, why do guys want to be three inches he, taller? He's, he's start he started out strong. I mean, welcome, I love welcome, it. I'm here for it. Welcome to Braves country. Here we go. Dude, I love it, dude. I, it, it kind of fires me up. I'm That's starting cool. to enjoy baseball. Good. I'm happy for you. I'm telling you, the World Baseball Classic will change it for a lot of people. World Baseball Classic. Yeah, I mean, it is wanting nice. to watch baseball now. Yeah. I just well, thought, like, I've never been able to, like, sit there and, like, watch baseball. And I turned to a baseball game the other day, and I was just, like, focused on it. And it was great. All right, here's, here's my, a my My World Series team that I picked is on, tra- on track to go 0 and 162. So, we'll just sit there with that. That's good. Phil- All right, here, Phillies are 0 and 3. Here's my question. You're playing in the World Baseball Classic yeah. with that much passion. Mm-hmm. And then you go back to your MLB team. Mm. Is it the same? Nope. No. Are you just like, dang, I got to be here for this Not now? Not retire. Like, what, like, like, what's the thought process there? Like, you're Ronald Acuna Jr., and you're playing for Venezuela, and you're in some heated games, and it's like after the passion, it. the glory, everything is there. And it's like, now nah, i got to go play for the Braves. Imagine <laughs> imagine being Trey Turner. <laughs> you know? That's actually funny. Imagine being Trey Turner, who hit the biggest hit he described, the biggest hit of his life, that grand slam to advance <clears throat> Team USA into, I think it was the WBC championship game um, uh-huh. against Japan. But he hit that grand slam. And he said it was the biggest hit of his life. Hundred percent. Played, he's I love played it. in World Series. Like he's won. He has a World Series ring. Like hundred percent. It is. I don't know. It's 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 different, and people don't like understand it that way. It's like I don't know. It's unbelievable. How many times do y'all think Shohei has reminded Mike Trout about uh, what happened, dude? I bet they never I, talk about it. I mean, you're probably right. They never probably do. I bet, they but like, I bet like maybe one time, but, but like I bet they really don't talk about I it. I guarantee you they can walk past each other and being like teammates and whatever. Shohei can just give him a look. And just wink at him. Mike Trout knows exactly why he's looking no, at him like 100%. that. 100%. I totally see that. I totally see <laughs> that. They definitely totally don't talk about that. it, but that first time they walked in the clubhouse, Shohei looked at him and winked, and it was just like. 100%. Oh, 100%. That's right. That's right. Was it so? Speaking of kind of like a locker room vibe, what was, what was, what was the biggest difference this year going from a college locker room to an NFL type locker room? Oh, I mean, it's so different. I, I don't. Did you ask this question like Nakobe and them? Uh, differences in the league and college Yours was, was kind of different. Like, I'd Yours be like, different. I'd be so curious to hear like what a lot of other NFL teams are like. Um, it's just it's just different, and the only way I can describe it is like. You know, when you're in college, like, when, once you get to your senior year, like, you've played with guys for four years. You've played with guys for forever. You know everybody. It's like everybody's really close because you literally do everything. Yeah, you go to class. You work out. It, like, you go to practice. Hitting the town together. Like, it's just y'all. town. Like, you do everything together, right? <clears throat> and then it's like you get to, like, the league, like, for me in Tampa, and it's like, 
one, it's like being a freshman all over again. But it's way different because you're not going I, – I don't have classes with any of these guys. Like, I don't have to – I'm not lifting at the same time as a lot of these guys. I kind of do, like, a little bit of a different lift. And it's like the time that I spend – or the amount of time I've spent with these guys is way less in mm-hmm. a way. So the locker room vibe to me is a little bit different because it's like I don't really know everybody like that. Like, we had a thing um, – obviously with at Georgia where it was like the school sessions and stuff where everybody got to know each other and like that was cool but it was like something that we could do because we had like specific times like set out for that and it's a little different in the league because it's like I get to know a lot of my teammates but it's different because you know like they all have families and like they've got places they've got to be and they've got stuff they've got to do and it's like it's just a different vibe like all the way around I think that the, the biggest difference is like in college you're living and breathing with these guys like rooming with these guys for four years that's like that's the biggest difference to me yeah what's it like playing with the famous the infamous tom brady playing playing with tom um dude there's there's a different like it's just different when he's around i'll never forget we um we had some practices where and this is before Tom got there. So I was I was there before during all the the voluntary stuff, and we had people there, and we were throwing around like you know people were, we were working on passes and stuff like that. And we were we were doing everything, and our quarterbacks were there. And look, no disrespect to our quarterbacks, because they're awesome. But when when Tom got there, it was like it was like a different vibe. Really, it was like okay, it's time. Like Tom's here. Like. It's just a, it's kind of like a different vibe around around the building a little bit. In, kind of in, in what way? Like, a, in, yeah. like locking in. It's kind of like on. it's like it, to me. I was like, it's like okay, this is like a lock in. Like we're, we got to get ready to make a run at this. Like thing. headman's here. Let's go. Like yeah, it's like it's like when Coach Smart walks into the to the team meeting room and everybody is quiet. It, that's kind of like the vibe I got. I was like, that's crazy. I was like, oh, the boss is here. But then again, it's, it's understandable. Time. But then, as you, you know, as you go like throughout the season, like you realize, like, oh, he's just like a, he's just like a normal dude, just like a normal good dude, you know, that that you're around, just wants to win like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you telling me when we were eating, whenever that was. Yeah. Uh, that I think it was the World Cup. That yeah. Joe were in the locker room. You were just standing there watching it with them. Yeah, we were just I, we we got to the game a little early and um, yeah, we were just standing there watching the World Cup. It's just like. Anybody else, you know, it's, it's yeah. like, it's, it's really nothing different, but it's kind of the same yeah. way here. I would imagine it's the same way as being here. Like you grow up a football fan. And so you watch these guys and you think of them as just a, like just aliens, like, Oh yeah. So famous, like just on a different, mm-hmm. different people. Oh yeah. And like when I got here and guys like Jake and Charlie were here and I was so awed by them as a freshman, sophomore <laughs> high school, and you get here and they're just like, what's up, man? And you're like, you're like, Hey, hold, are you like, you're like, hold on a second. What? Like, like what's going on right now? That's yeah, how man. that's how it was like on my officials here, or like my visits when I come on a visit. Yeah. I'd like watch every Georgia game, whatever. Come here, and like I can't remember who it was. Andrew Thomas came yeah, up. To that'll him. do. And just that'll do. I was like, because number one tackle in the draft, whatever, and just like comes up one day and just asked me. I was like, "What's up, man? I'm a- I'm Andrew. Nice to meet you." I'm like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, Tate, I'm Tate. I think I think that's my name. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget. There's a picture of me freshman fall camp, 
and I'm holding a bag for Andrew for him to block. <laughs> and I, I'm, I, there's I, there's no worse picture in my life of just feeling the, like the smallest human being on the planet than me holding that little dummy, my tiny little arms, and Andrew's just like, ooh, hold, yep. like hitting the bag. Oh yeah, a funny story about him. Coach Pittman was telling me, he was like, I have to grade this kid right, like in games. He was like, and I can't find anything to take off for him. He was like, so I'll just get to a point in the game like, oh, that's a minus. You should have pancaked him right there. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. Because he's that good. It was it's ridiculous. Started that's how, that's every how, single year. That's how it was. That's how it is. Brock Harley would be like, oh, you moved your toe the wrong way. <laughs> Brock's like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> it's like you can't even see my toes. What's it? Who who's been the guy on the team that's kind of been your guy like you connected with the most? Probably our uh, our kicker Ryan Suckup. Yeah. I guess I could say former kicker now, but last year kicker Ryan Suckup. Yeah, that's probably who I'd say I connect. Why? With. Like him, him and my snapper Zach. Um, I definitely connected with Ryan a lot. One because I looked up to him a lot. He'd been in the league for like 14 years. Hmm. That's a good old career right there, boys. Yeah. That, that's a good old career right there. So he'd been in the league for a while, and he like kind of like. I want to say like he helped kind of like show me the ropes and like 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 gave me a ton of advice on a lot of different things. I looked up to him the most faith wise. I mean, strong believer, super strong believer. Um, I, remember you, I remember you telling me about that. And that was probably the that was probably the coolest thing. You know, you put all the football part aside, but like that was the coolest thing. You know, you know having God place me down there and being with a guy like that, that I could just sit and learn from, and just like pick his brain about everything. And so he was definitely probably one that was super, super influential about me. So. Speaking of, that's awesome that you can have somebody like that. Oh, yeah. But speaking of kind of God placing you in a spot where obviously you didn't think was, was going to happen and it ended up working out for good, talk about draft day for you and kind of oh, man. the process of going where you went, where you thought you were going to go next with one of your best buddies. Like, yeah, talk about yeah. that so whole moment. Where did you think you were going to go? Well, so that's the thing. When, when it comes to the draft, you don't know where you're going to go. Yeah. Um, I, I had no idea what was going to happen. I thought there was a chance maybe I could go up to play in Cincinnati. His with, best, so his oh best yeah, buddies with Evan yeah, yeah, with, with, with Evan. When you said that, I should have. Yeah, so actually, so, I pick him on my fantasy team every year. We walk in. Well, he's, first he's of all, I'll, I'll preface two things. One, I pull in the driveway because he was like, hey, just kind of show up around this time. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. Show up in the driveway and I hear cheering and I'm like, I'm an hour early. What is going on? Oh, no, got- no, no. The best part about this. So, so <laughs> I, I, I went in the fourth and I don't think anybody really thought that I was going to go in the, nobody thought I was going in the fourth. No one. Like Cochran was on the way to my house and Cochran was like, he knew, he was like, yeah, there's, it's not going to happen. So he was coming, he, he like purposely decided to come a little bit later. And he texted me like in the middle of the drive. He was like, he was like, I'm almost there. This is insane. And I was like, yeah, but yeah, it, yeah, this is insane. It was crazy. But yeah, um, yeah, we weren't expecting that to be that yeah. as, as soon as it was. But because in Cincinnati was picking like five there or six were, there picks were a couple, later. There were a couple picks later. Yeah. Now the, the, the question would be like, if I didn't go then, like would they have taken me then? I, I mean, who it literally is. knows because yeah. it's still the fourth and I yeah. didn't think I was going to go that early. Crazy. But like. Well, dude, for yeah. going in the fourth round, I mean, 
you're probably arguably one of the only punters in the entire league that saved their team a game this year. <laughs> you're playing flashback. Was it Carolina? Was it the Carolina game? No. You're, yeah. You're talking about the Carolina. Yeah. So you flashback to Carolina. There's like a, a under two minutes left. Yeah. And fourth down around the 50 yard line. Snapper snaps the ball, bounces it at his yeah. ankles. He picks it up, runs around the defense, gets to the to the line of scrimmage, punts it at like the two yard line. Yeah, it was very athletic. Dude, it was one of my best friends texted me, um, who's out of college and stuff, and he was like absolutely livid because he had money on the Panthers yeah. and the ball gets on the ground. He's like, I'm gonna win. And then you pulled the best one of the best punts of the NFL history of the nfl it was insane what was that what was that you play were, like you were trending on twitter after that if you didn't know like if you go to jake the search, number two it literally no. was like jake Camaro. I was, it was like it said like uh jake camarda punt or something like that like I, was, like I didn't know what happened i clicked on it and there were like multiple just everybody tweeting about it you know what you know what's tough about that man is like like sure the play was great and all that was great but like i felt so bad for my snapper like, I felt so bad because, like, he had been so good all year. Like, so good all year. And, you know, he had a bad snap, and now it was, like, kind of getting, you know, broadcasted, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I felt so bad. And I, I, I do the feeling because when I was a freshman at Georgia, I dropped a hole. And it was, like, this huge viral thing because Rodrigo made a kick, like, as a, like a no-step kick when I had dropped the hold. I and remember that. I ne- I'll never forget like that going viral and like everybody seeing it. I felt like I felt horrible. Like I felt so bad about it. So like that happens and all that. And it's like, like you were saying, like everybody was like talking about the play and stuff. And I was like, man, like this is great, but this sucks. Like I feel so bad for my buddy Zach. Like, that's, what, that's what my dad, my dad's always like, cause he's, he was a special teams coach. Like, yeah, and he was like, "No one knows a long snapper until something bad happens." And yep. and, and and that's so true. And it, and it was so tough because again, like he had been so good all year, and it was just like, you know, like he had a mishap, and you know, mishaps happen. But how different is it trying to shake off a mistake when you know your job's online compared to being in college, knowing that you're going to get another chance oh, no matter man. what? It's different. It's it's definitely the the pressure of that regard is different. And a lot of people ask me, they're like, hey, like, what's more pressure, like, college or the NFL? And I'm like, for me personally, like, probably the NFL. Because in college, like, I've had my bad, my fair share of bad games in college. Like, I've had the Twitter monsters come after me. <laughs> I've had everybody, you know, attack me from every angle, right? Like, I've, I've been there. Pause. One of the best moments of the year was the picture of you boarding the flight this year. Like, game week three, wearing a T-shirt that was, like, or a sweatshirt that, what, what, tell, what did it say again? Gosh, what did it say? It said, um, um, your opinion, your opinion about me doesn't matter. Yeah. Cause you'd been getting some hate and it was like, you wore that and it was like, I, oh, this man, I, f- I felt like I got, I've gotten hate from, for a lot of, a lot of, where'd you get that sweatshirt? So another crazy story, this girl named Tiffany, I met her at Athens church and, um, we were doing this thing. It was cause I, I didn't really want to do it, but I, I just ended up doing it. I, I got, I kind of got pulled into it by some people and I'm so happy that I did but I got this opportunity to like speak very briefly on stage. And I was speaking with this girl named Tiffany and she like, she was great. And she was talking about this business that she started. It's called Worthy and God. And I'm like, okay, like this is cool. And it's all about like her, her big deal of like Christ says that I'm worthy, right? 
And so like her big thing was like, your opinion about me doesn't matter because Christ thinks that I'm worthy. Hmm. I'm like, that's awesome. So like ever since then, like, you that's know, because she still saw those. Yeah. So like, I, you know, I talk to her all the time and like, she'll send me some stuff. And that's awesome. So like now I and can that picture went that viral stuff. and it went viral too. It was really? awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So sick. like, I, yeah, I love rocking that, that hoodie that's because awesome. like, yeah, I, God. I mean, like at the end of the day for me, it's like, like, I literally don't care about what you have to say about me yeah. because I know that that's the only guy that I care about. That's you know, so what his sick, opinion dude. is. So yeah, but back to what we were saying, the original, what was the original thing we were saying? Yeah, my bad. Speaking um, of the picture. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. So, um, um, we were talking about the pressure, the pressure yeah. of, the, of the league in, in college. I'd say there's a lot of pressure in the league because especially kickers, punters and snappers, man, like it's pretty like when you mess up, you can run, you, you can you, run like, a wrong like, route. You mess up a couple of times. You're like, you know, you, you're just, you're hoping that like you make it another week. Cause it's there. It's like, I guess it's so easy to replace you. Cause there's so many good players out there. And there's only like you gotta think. There's only one punter on the team, one kicker, one snapper. A lot of teams don't have practice squad guys, so it's like if you if you don't do it, you you know you're 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 gone. That's where the tight end slash snapper comes into play. That's where the tight end slash snapper is great. <laughs> so yeah, um, I I think there's a lot of pressure there too. But how do you handle that? How do I handle that? Um, knowing knowing the bigger purpose, yeah. knowing that like look. Oh gosh, what is what's the what's the verse? We read it before every single game. Um, it's it's oh, it's it's slipping slipping my mind. It's in Matthew, and it, it's it's a verse about um, like being anxious and stuff like that. And it's like saying like don't be anxious. And it's like go out, play the game, don't be anxious. Know that Lord's got a plan for you, and just enjoy that. Mm. Right, enjoy that, and and play that game in that in that light knowing that look if if the game goes you know not how you want it to go it goes how you don't want it to go right there's there's a plan set in place for you everything's already written you know it's going to happen how it's supposed to happen so just having a peace knowing that it's already written and like you know like it's, it's up to god you know so like i think that helps me a lot now it took a lot of time for me to realize that and it took a lot of ryan telling me that to help me realizing that yeah. but um that's probably how a little bit how i deal with the pressure just like i know that no matter what happens like i'm gonna be all right so that's awesome dude. that's what i would say that's one of the toughest things that people don't realize is as an athlete making a mistake and having to deal with it and bounce back like that man it ain't easy mm -mm. i mean you, like for like me like you hit a bad punt you want to go crawl into a hole. And the thing about that is you've you give got up a, a long time till you can punt again. You've got a long time till you punt again. Like, you hit, a, you hit a bad ball, you want to crawl in a hole. You hit a bad kickoff, it's like the same thing. It's like, man. Good thing is you're dang good. And that I, don't happen I, I too much. That. When I gave up my sack against Kent State, I was like, Kent State of all teams. Right? Right? But I will say that nose tackle was unreal. Was one of the better defensive linemen I played. Sure. And I was like, <laughs> first thing I did was got on Twitter, which I shouldn't have done. Just yeah, like, that's a bad. I know. I know what you're going with is no bad idea. Demons get you, man. Man, the, the man, them, them Twitter monsters. They're out there. I mean, I, I like I said, I got rid of Twitter. I ain't doing that. <laughs> he just ordered the sweatshirt. That's Let's awesome. go. That's sick. Eighteen dollars. Smooth. That's it. Yeah. Oh, shout I'm gonna out. Me, I'm gonna order me one. Shout out. Yeah, shout out. Let's go. I like um, the back of it too. 
yeah, it's that's that's the whole thing. All right, so we're going to kind of stay league-oriented here. We're going to get our okay. second segment of the okay. night. We're going to go our, our Real Talk blind draft. Bobby, take it away, brother. Oh, boy, here we go. Are these currently playing? or These yes. are current NFL okay. QBs, blind cool. drafting current NFL QBs. One through five? One through five. Okay. Um, are we all saying our, our where we'd put them? Yep. Yeah, you're okay. all just drafting them wherever. All right. All right. Um, number one, we got Matthew Stafford. Oh. Georgia oh, boy. Golly. Four. Wow. Three. Man, this guy, he's a stud. I mean, he's a Super Bowl he's champion a, and a dog. I mean, that guy is so oh, good, man. Yeah. Why not put him at three? I'm yeah. gonna give him a three. I'm putting him at three. Likes, this guy just likes no, going with whatever I when do. I thought, whatever no. I do, this guy. You want to hear twice now? You want to hear why I put this him at four? We've done this segment for three times. Like two of the times you, you have just four? followed me every time. When you said Matthew Stafford, I process lines. Matthew Stafford. Why did I? Why did I do the same thing? Didn't even process that he had won a Super Bowl. But like, but like lines, Matthew Stafford. We're talking about like broken collarbone, still a dog. We're talking about Calvin Johnson. Doesn't have anything to do with how. Yeah. I mean, right. I could throw I'll the ball him, to Calvin I'm going to throw, throw Matthew Stafford at three. All right, so, yeah, let's just go around first. Did everybody go three then. on that one? Yeah. I'm going to yes. go three. Right. I went three, and they fall in suit. Yeah. They want to be you so bad, right? No, I don't. <laughs> All right, number two, we got Ryan Tannehill. Five. From the Titans? Five. Golly, man. I'm going to put him at two. What? Yes. What? Four. Not, not based on the human, based on their – that Keep guy's off. a player, man. Look, he, he puts might, the Titans. He just doesn't have the weapons, I think. Yeah, I see what he you're puts saying. the Titans in Four. great positions, man. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I don't care. Four. Wow. I think. Four. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Are we, we going one through six? Because he's six for me. You're gonna go five. Five. I'm gonna. Four. I'm gonna have. I, I gotta put him at. You said two. I'm gonna put him at two. Yeah. I'm gonna go two. Okay. Two. That's five. I feel good about two. I mean, we also don't know who's next. You gotta think. Not a chance. Who'd you go? All right. All right. Oh, well, let me just think. Like, there's no quarterback that I'm putting below him. To be honest with you, <laughs> I agree. Like, it's just I just yeah. Derrick Henry's their offense. Maybe so. Kenny Pickett. Maybe <laughs> go. All right, Dak Prescott. Five. That means I have to. If I go yeah. four, I have to leave my one and two. I'll go four. I'll I'm go four. Five. I'm I'm comfortable with four. One five. All right. This is the fourth one. Russell Wilson. Golly. Mm. I'm fine with my two. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with go him being two. 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 When he was with Seattle, he had one bad year. One bad year. Oh, oh there, ain't no, guys, there ain't no doubt. I'm going two. You're about to screw us over. I already know. I was about to say, Marcus you guys Mariota. are saving. You guys are saving. Give us another quarterback. You've given us the bottom five quarterbacks in the league. I'm, I'm going to take Russ. I'm feeling that. I'm going to take Russ four. I'm going to Russ two. Didn't Russell Wilson have more Yes. This past okay. year, but this past year was a blunder. All right. Yeah. This past year was a down year. I mean, that's a good so, stat. Hold on, hold on. Where, where, where are we at with this? We it's good food for thought yeah. there. So, I mean, hold on. I had run through him real quick. Hold on. Tannehill at two. two. Who was Stafford Matthew at three? Stafford, Ryan Tannehill, Dak Prescott. Here's a question. Yeah. Here, okay. Here's a question. You're a rookie wide receiver, tight end, and running back, and you see your quarterback on the plane get up and do high knees. <laughs> he tells you to do high knees. Are you doing it with him or not? No. That's why he's at four. No. That's that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go two. Two. I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm ordering, right, so I'm what's, ordering what's a beer. What's your order so far? I'm so far. Two. Russ. Stafford. 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 Dak. Tannehill. Dak's my five. I got, Tannehill's my four. Yeah, I got Tannehill, Stafford, 
Russ, Dak. This guy's a specialist. And I feel really good about this, I actually, don't right, either. Right, right now. I feel good about this. So. Please, I'm waiting for this one. This better be an absolute banger. I was hoping you guys would fill your one spot, but you didn't. So, no, this last one is Josh Allen. Uh, yep, put him at number one. Yeah, oh, number easy. one. He's an yeah, animal. Come on now. He is an animal. Come on now. He was at the Masters today playing video games with the new EA Sports yeah, hey, golf game with great, the Masters on there, Augusta. Great golfer. Great golfer. Love that. It's an animal of a man. Jake Fromm was talking about him, and he was like, the guy is just the most unbelievably smart and sound football player there is. He's just insane. Yeah, so, yeah. Dude. It's a crazy story. So we go to Disney World for spring break, yeah. 2020. Yes, like three days before the entire world shut down. Yes. We go to Disney World, and I'm like standing in some line, and I see him yeah. standing in line. No so I like way. Run over and grab yeah. him, like, hey, what's up, man? Crazy to see you. Literally the next day is when everybody's like, the world hey, shut down. Everything down. And we're yeah, like, it was unreal. Like, yeah. What? Like, I could go for another one. Yeah, we were at Disney during that. It was crazy. Yeah. What did you just I say? I remember people talking about it in the lines. Yeah. They were like, yo, what's going to happen? I was like, I don't know, but I feel good about it. I was like, I don't know. When we left, they just said it was the flu, so we're fine. Yeah, yeah. we're, we're, we're I good. I was on a golf cart when we got the, the teamworks, like, uh, school's canceled for the next two weeks. Put the phone down, turned the music up, cracked a beer. I was like, let's have, let's a, let's have a week, boys. <laughs> yeah. I could go for another one of those. Man. When they, yeah, when they told us school was canceled, I was like, oh, a little extended spring break, never hurt nobody, right? <laughs> Turn into June the 10th. Turn into a lot of putting with pool noodles in the cups. That's what it turned into for me. Dude, that yeah, was... Remember that? Like, <clears throat> was that the most useless cup? Or the raised... Or the raised... Do you remember the raised cups? Oh, All you had to do was ding the cup? Yeah. Gosh. A lot of birdies that time. A lot of birdies around There's a famous Instagram video <laughs> that went around, and the guy is just like... One hole in, bang, and he like crushes it from like 30 feet away. He's like, boys, he's like, boys, records are meant to be broken today. And after like four in a row, he's like, that's four in a row. I can't miss it. It's just like this guy's just absolutely hitting heaters from there's five no, feet away. There's, there's no such thing as break at that point. Yeah, he's hitting as hard as he can. It hits the cut, bounces off the green, but it counts as it goes yeah, so in. Every yeah. putt is straight, no doubt. I mean, that takes some talent, though. I mean, from 40 feet away, crushing it straight, like that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was pretty good. Dude, that was okay. One of the coolest things today at the Masters was seeing, we're watching Rory. There was a couple like different shots that he hit, and he would hit the same shot three different times, and each time the the spin that he would put on the ball would be different. So, for example, on number fourteen, I think it was, he hit a shot right at the pin, backspun it, hit it ten feet to the or fifth. I mean, fifteen feet to the left, spun it to the right, and then like fifty feet from to the left and spun it even all the way more to the pin. And it was just like the amount of stuff that ball is ball control that they can do and the spin is absolutely unbelievable. They're playing a different game. It's unbelievable. I'm just trying to hit the ball on the green. I'm just trying to hit the ball. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's what, that's what like John Daly said. You can – the game is made with 125 yards. That's what the game is made. 100% John Daly. One last thing. We got men's Final Four tonight. Championship game, or I mean, national, not final four, but kicking off right about right now. Tip yeah, them off. I think so. UConn, so, what's the spread? It's like one of the biggest. If, if, here's a question I think this is right. Is this the biggest upset or spread potentially in a championship game in like the last 20 years? Wasn't it like seven and a half or something like that? I don't remember. It was something crazy. Was. All I know is 
Florida Atlantic being a nine seed, Dude. getting all the way to the final four and almost making it to I the wanted to win you, so How do you bad. let them out-rebound you that bad in the last six minutes? Uh, in my opinion, too, I'm, that I last, like that, that I last like possession, like, it was tough. wait till there's one second on the shot clock, throw it up just near the rim. By the time the ball is in hands, there's three and a half, four seconds left. And they don't have time to run anything. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I don't know. Being, Kirby being, being, being in the heat of that moment, that's just, that's a tough one. It is, man. How about that guy getting that shot off? That was crazy. You just, Their top two scorers were on the bench, San Diego State's. You were talking about them getting more rebounds. Do you remember that Baylor player? His his interview. Yeah, like, it's like how does so and so that this team that shouldn't have been on the court with yeah. him grab more rebounds? He's like, well, you see, <laughs> the ball hits the rim, and then he grabbed it. You go up with it, and you, two hands, you grab it and bring it back down, and that's a rebound. And he got more. They of those. got more than those than we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that's that classic. easy. Is that flat out obvious? Easy. Uh, this arguably might have been one of the best March Madnesses. We've seen it a long time. It's pretty doggone good. The biggest upset ever. Yeah. We had the Furman shot, the San Diego State shot. Yep. The Cinderella was FAU. San Diego State is arguably revenging their 2020 season when it got cut short when they only had two losses going the entire year. They would have been a one seed. Like, do we like do we like them tonight? No, I, I got UConn. I would take UConn all <sighs> Man, day. UConn's so good, but, like, I love – they're dogs. You know, they you have know too I many love scoring. taking the side of everybody else. They have like, too many scoring everybody. options. They just – Taking, yeah, taking Ryan Tannehill instead of all the other I'm t- I'm taking San Diego State. If you take the women's March Madness and the men's March Madness, it's by far the greatest March greatest. Madness. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Ever. It really was. It was a great – it's been a great team. Iowa beating, South Carolina Iowa getting beating beat South by Carolina. Iowa. And, like, this South Carolina team is said to be, like, the yeah. most talented women's basketball team ever. Or it's just the fact that, like, they can't shoot like threes. drops 41. That game didn't start for another – 15 minutes. I just got a class. I got an email from my professor. I got UConn is favored by seven up. and a half. I'm taking San Diego State. 100. percent 100. percent That's who I'm taking. Right, I can't wait days. to go and play the show. You're good to go. You can skedaddle. Cool. Um. Yeah, you can leave now. Thanks. No, I, I was. Just, I was free. I was freeing you up. 